Hey, thanks for listening to Tebs Talks, the premier useless podcast. Don't forget to give it a like, give it a share, and follow the podcast to hear more episodes. Hey, what is up? It is Tebs Talks, the premier useless podcast. I am your host, Jason Tebs. And one of the interesting things about having a small podcast is the random like services that will pop up in my inbox requesting to not so much collaborate, but essentially introducing like, hey, this is our service that we do. Now, I have a small podcast, right? It only gets like a couple dozen listens per episode. Um, It doesn't have that much listenership. You know, I've never had somebody randomly come up to me or reach out to me and be like, hey, you know, I listen to your podcast. It's from what I know, mostly people that know me listen in. Occasionally, somebody that I know comes up to me and is like, oh, yeah, I listened to this episode, has a comment, whatever it might be. But what's interesting about this day and age is technology is connecting everything to everything and everyone, right? So I've had a couple times where I randomly get in my inbox an email that says, hey, we are such and such company and this is what we do. And this is how we feel like it can help your podcast. One that comes to mind, and I forgot the name of the company, uh, what they do is they transcribe podcasts so they just take everything that's audio get it into a um, text version of it and they're like yeah this helps with listenership especially for people with impaired hearing um, or people that might be deaf so like they can essentially experience what you have to say as well and I was like okay that's interesting and they charged a fee for doing it and you know, they, they had this whole pricing structure and, and their email. And to me, I was like, that doesn't seem worth the money for my size of podcast. Obviously, you know, I'm not making really any money off of this. Um, I make a couple cents here and there. And then my parents, bless their heart, they subscribe. Like they have a, a monthly subscription support to my podcast. So it's like, hey, cool, fun. But you know, I, I can't justify the cost of giving the service that would transcribe all of my podcast episodes, though I think that would be neat. Uh, that would definitely be a cool thing to have. I definitely see how it would help gain a hearing impaired audience, you know, where, where I would post that. I don't know. So that was one that I ignored. I've had other ones that have come through that says like, oh, hey, you know, put your podcast on this platform and we can help you get XYZ and more listenership. And, oh, you know, we're trying to help small podcasts grow uh, through this and that. And, you know, you can gain XYZ benefit. And for the most part, I ignore all of these emails, right? For the most part, it's like, okay, that's just like another platform that can get my RSS feed and my audio can go there as well. It's not much I really have to do oh, you know, that's uh, that's a service that I don't want to pay for because I feel like at this time it's just not worth that cost. You know, the, the cost for that service is more than I even make off of the podcast, so it would be a net negative. Um, I feel like, you know, because I use the Anchor platform, you, you hear the, the advertisement I read at the beginning of every episode for Anchor, and that's that's doing, like, everything I needed to do. But I got a, I got an email this morning. And again, it was like, hey, you know, we're this company. This is what we do. And it was just another another platform that people can listen to podcasts on. Um, 
and other audio that people have linked and it was like hey you know how did we find you we saw your rss feed and you know your your audio is already going to our platform like we just automatically put it up there for you you can just click this link to claim claim your podcast no cost to you or anything so this is one where i was like okay it's nice to like claim my podcast on these other platforms that have my audio going to it so apple i have an account and it's like though i don't upload directly to apple you know it's just my rss feed that gets that there i I still have that account i can still view like apple specific um data same with google same with spotify same with anchor and then this is just another one where it was like hey click this button and you can essentially set that up so it's interesting to see other small companies try and make their claim in the world right because when i started using anchor it was relatively new like it wasn't that big it was well before the acquisition by spotify so now anchor is owned by spotify which you know has its has its benefits but i just started because i was like hey here here is a platform that just makes it really easy does what i needed to do and I don't really have to do much else beyond that. And then with the acquisition of Spotify came a little more analytics and stuff that I could get into. So that helped as well. But it's interesting to see like, okay, I'm somebody that's trying to grow a podcast. Am I doing very well at it? I mean, probably not. I'm not seeing that much growth, but I understand some of the reasons why I'm not seeing much growth is my releasing schedule has definitely dwindled lately and I'm not collaborating as much as I you know, want to be. But in my attempts to grow, it's interesting to see other companies like trying to grow as well. And the unfortunate thing is both for podcasts and these companies that are trying to support podcasts, not every single one of them is going to survive. You know, there's no guarantee that um, the the company that I got an email from this morning is going to survive. There's no guarantee that, you know, my podcast is gonna quote unquote survive. Like I'll still do it, right? I do it because I enjoy doing it, um, but it's maybe not gonna flourish. The nice thing is, um, you know, I'm not really putting much money into it. So it's not like I'm losing money like a business would. But like the platform that I use, Anchor, which is now bought by Spotify, so that has a little more stability underneath it. But a lot of people questioned, oh, is this just gonna be another one of those platforms where it's like, hey, you can host with us for free, uh, for free. And people host their podcast there, and then a year later, oh, the company goes under, and we all lost our audio, and sucks to suck. It, it was a risk, right? A lot of people took that risk on the Anchor platform. So far, it's been paying off. Acquisition from Spotify was huge. Um, Spotify is like, I think, the number one place people listen to podcasts these days. They bought the Joe Rogan podcast. So... I'm, I'm pretty confident that like the, the system I have set up is going to stick around for the long haul and is going to be exactly what I needed to do. My thing is at what point can like I leverage to other companies and mostly I'm talking about sponsorship. So part of 
the email I got this morning. And it was just an automated email. Like it was an automated process. It's not like some CEO of some company found my podcast specifically and was like, yo, Teb's talks. I like what's going on here. Let me email him and reach out or some marketing director or some uh, freaking sales representative. No, it was an automated process that's just skimming through all of these platforms to grab all these different RSS feeds to mass email all these different people. But part of it was, hey, we want to offer different ways to monetize your podcast and hopefully grow listenership. And I was like, great. You know, that's two things I obviously want to do with this podcast. Monetize it, grow it. I don't know what specifics that this particular platform will have for me that will allow me to utilize and grow. Um, I'd never heard of this platform before now. And... You know, looking at it real quick, I was like, okay, it just seems like another place where people can listen to podcasts. Like, I didn't see anything too crazy about it. But, you know, I went on, I did the thing, I I signed up, I was like, yep, this is my podcast, link it to this account, cool, thanks. And maybe something comes from it, right? Anchor's great because it'll find the sponsors for me. Maybe this is another platform that does that same thing. And so, you know, I I get pennies from that one as well. It'd be cool... If, you know, through my own work and I realize it's not going to just randomly happen, I I realize like, yes, I have to do work. I have to put in effort to grow this podcast, which is one of my big goals of 2021 is to grow this into something a little more than it currently is. Um, And part of that is like, hey, it'd be really nice to get like direct sponsors, not have to go through this platform, not have to go through that platform. But somebody reaches out to me directly and is like, hey, I would like to, or this company, you know, we as a company would like to sponsor your podcast. And sponsorships, I think are, and I think I've mentioned this before, On, or I know I've mentioned this before, I think sponsorships are, are kind of like the golden, the golden ticket in terms of being a content creator and being a content consumer, And the reason why is straight advertisements, like when you go onto YouTube and you get an advertisement, that's an algorithm putting a lot of things in front of you that's curated a lot of different things that says, okay, this is probably going to be the best bang for buck to get this person, this specific person to buy this specific product. You know, it's the same when you go on Facebook. It's the same when you go, you know, this, that, and the other big data is crazy. But so one, that sucks for the consumer because oftentimes it's manipulative in the way that these social medias are set up and these advertisements are set up. Uh, Watch The Social Dilemma. It explains it very well. So that super sucks. And oftentimes, advertisements like that aren't really paying the content creator all that much. And then you have something like a monthly subscription. And back in the day, you could be like, oh, I'll just subscribe to Netflix, and it has pretty much all the content I need. Well, nowadays, you got the things like Netflix, uh, Hulu... Disney Plus, Discovery Plus, HBO Max, uh, Peacock, CBS All Access. I think that changed its name recently. Um, You have Crunchyroll. Like, you have all these different subscriptions. And if you try and subscribe to all of them, it's going to be more than your cable package originally was, which sucks. And then if you're like, okay, well, I want to support, say, a Twitch streamer. Um, or a YouTuber, you know, there's, there's subscriptions on Twitch. There are memberships on YouTube. 
And if it's $5 a month for each of these people and I want to support 10 people, well, now I'm spending 50 bucks a month for these subscription costs. Great, fantastic for the creator. You know, those, those monthly subscriptions are a great way to kind of have that guaranteed income. Like that is gold for any sort of creator. So when my parents like subscribe to my podcast on Anchor, you can go to a support thing and say, yeah, I want to support a dollar a month to this podcast. Uh, or whatever, you know, amount you choose to put in there, that is invaluable for the creator. But stack it on top of each other, it's rough for the consumer because, you know, trying to support everybody you can is really rough. So that's where I think specific sponsors are that that golden piece in the middle where a sponsor can be like, hey, I think... If I can get my product in front of your viewers, it will bring in this revenue. Your viewers don't have to pay anything. You know, we as a we as a company, this is part of our marketing budget. It's it's marketing. It's not some algorithm that manipulated you into seeing this ad. It is a company saying, "Hey, I'm going to spend my marketing budget on this channel or this um, podcast because I want your listeners to hear our advertisement." Because we feel like it will bring in this much revenue and it'll be worth that cost. And the creator is like, fantastic. You know, here, here's a great chunk of change. Hopefully that they can get like regular sponsorships and work with that company. And it does prove like, yeah, you know, my my audience is interacting with this product. And my audience doesn't have to pay for my content, like it can be free to my audience. I have a more guaranteed, a more stable revenue than just hoping that the algorithm puts the right ads that pay enough in front of me. Like I can negotiate a deal with a sponsorship better. And I don't have to like, I don't have to ask my audience like, Hey, please pay for these subscriptions. I think I've said it before. I think sponsorships are like the golden way to go about it. So, yes, I would love to have sponsorships on my podcast. I would love to have people support it. And the things with podcasts is very rarely do they have, like, actual ads um, that go along with it. The nice thing about Anchor is, yeah, I read that ad at the beginning. Um, It's technically a sponsor spot, but it's, like, I chose to read that ad, and I chose to put it into all my episodes. Like, I still have that choice. If I upload a YouTube video, I don't really have much choice in what ads get displayed to who. That's, that's the other thing. Sponsorships, like the creator really does have a choice. Do I actually want to work with this company or not? I mean, on YouTube, for instance, like you get a little bit of choice to say, hey, you know, restrict these types of ads. I think alcohol is one of them where you can be like, no, restrict it. I don't want my audience to see a bunch of ads about alcohol. But other than that, you don't, you don't have much choice. It's an algorithm making those choices for you. So I'm going to take a quick break and then come back at it. Okay, we're back. So I'm a small podcast with goals of growing the audience and monetizing the platform, right? I'm not big enough where algorithms are picking me up and putting me in front of people. I'm not big enough where advertisers are, you know, reaching out to me to advertise on my podcast. Um, And I'm not big enough to where like the, the one advertiser I have there's enough listenership to actually make that 
profitable in any sort of way. Like it's it's just pennies here and there, which which is great. Like I'm not saying woe is me. I think that's fantastic, um, especially for the amount of work I put into it. Like I'll be honest, that not much goes into making this podcast. Like I don't put a whole ton of work into it, which is something that I need to do. Like I need to put more work into it. I need to reach out to people, collaborate more, um, do more episodes that are more concise, more well put together. Like I get it. It requires work on my end. So what do I do? How how do I achieve these goals? Will this magic company that emailed me this morning be the ticket to that? No, I don't believe so. I honestly, I don't expect anything from that company that emailed to me. How about those companies that emailed me before where it's like, oh, do I do, do I use that transcription service that I pay a small monthly fee and they take all my audio and transcribe it. So now I have a, a text version that people can read rather than listen to, to help the hearing impaired. Will that break through and be worth the money? I don't think so. Maybe if I'm bigger and other revenue streams, it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll put that expense just to have that convenience for my audience. It makes sense then. So what do I do right now? Honestly, right now, I have fun with it. Like, I don't change up all that much. I still put out the podcast when I want to put out the podcast, talk about what I, what I what, oh my gosh, talk about what I want to talk about. Um, and just like, be open to possible opportunities that come my way. The nice thing is, I'm not reliant on anything and I can say no, right? I'm going to tie this into another experience I had just recently where um, like applying for a job because I was just like looking through jobs because occasionally I just like, hey, you know, what's around, what's going on in my area, you know, what jobs are out there. There are certain companies where like they're kind of new and they're growing and I'm like, oh, you know, what are they, what are they doing? Just kind of keep in the loop, keep on keep on my toes. And I'm like, looking at this stuff is a lot more fun and a lot less stressful when I don't need a job. Cause I have a great job. It's paying very well. You know, I'm, I'm happy with what I'm doing. There are times where it's stressful, but like, I don't need to be looking for a job. I'm not, I'm not in need to have somebody hire me because I already have something that's working out very well for me. Now it's not a guarantee, right? layoffs happen, situations change, but at this present moment, I don't need to be looking for a job. So it's it's just kind of nice to be like, oh, you know, let me get a little more information on that just because I'm interested in that and just floating things out. You know, what are my options? Staying informed. And I, and I think of this podcast as kind of the same way. So there is no need for me to like go out and find a sponsor. There's no need for me to market this podcast to everybody. Like I'm not reliant on any sort of income that comes from this podcast. I'm just doing it because it's fun. So I'm very, I'm very open to sponsors. I'm very open to find ways to, uh, get more people to listen, but it's not a need and I don't need to like invest heavily into it. So I can, I can be choosy. I can be picky. There, there's that balance of like, at some point, I will need to invest more into it. Um, I bought better equipment. I think it already sounds better. Um, with this better equipment, I have an easier way to like do a one-on-one podcast with somebody. I have a microphone that I'm looking at right now that's not being used that somebody could just hop on, sit next to me, and we could have a conversation. And that helps. That's that's an investment. Now, granted, I did ask for it for my Christmas and birthday, so 
technically I didn't invest in it, but other pieces of equipment, like I've invested in it because it's also a hobby, right? And hobbies, oftentimes people just do it because they enjoy them, not because they're looking for a return. So I can get an email from a company and just feel it out, look into it a little bit and not feel stressed like, oh my gosh, is this my ticket in? Or, oh my gosh, like, is this thing going to screw me over? I could be look at it and be like, hmm, no, I, I don't think I need my podcast transcribed right now. And they they had a very convincing sales pitch and they're like, this, this is why you need our, uh, this is why you need our platform. You know, these are all the benefits you're going to get. And I was like, eh, no. And then this other one, it's just like, Hey, you can just click this button and claim your account. And then from there, you, you know, obviously you can manipulate it however you want to manipulate it. And you'll just have an account on this other platform. I'm like, okay, that literally requires nothing of me. Sure. Cool. Claim. Do I expect anything to come out of it? No, I don't need anything to come out of it. So the main thing is just like, how do I naturally grow an audience? And at this point, I'm kind of in that like word of mouth stage, right? That's why I I always say at the end of every episode, you know, like, favorite, share, follow, rate the podcast. I always say those five things because that is the best thing for growth. You know, I, my brother-in-law, he likes listening to it. And it's like, if you ever tell somebody about it, that's fantastic. My father, my friends, uh, my mom, my, my sister, like if they ever mention my podcast to anybody, that's fantastic, right? Now I know there are people that have like, that know I do a podcast and don't listen. That's, that's okay. Like, I don't need anything out of it. Do I want it to grow? Obviously, of course I do. Everybody wants their hobbies to grow and to become more fruitful and people would love to make money off of it, even if it's just a side hustle? Of course. I'm never going to deny that. I'm never going to deny that I would love to make money off of this podcast, but it's not the main thing that drives me. I wouldn't make hundreds of episodes that make me like no money if I didn't love doing it in the first place. So I'll continue to get emails and it's, it's interesting to see like how the space has evolved even from when I started to now. Um, technology not just on um, podcasts, but, you know, I'm very interested in things like streaming and YouTube. Um, And it's just very interesting to see these things evolve. And I found podcasting is my thing. Streaming is not really my thing. Making YouTube videos is definitely not my thing because I've realized, like, I do not want to edit YouTube videos. We'll just hire an editor. And it's like, again, is it worth the money to hire an editor? I still would have to, like, film and plan out and script all that sort of stuff. Not super my cup of tea twitch streaming love the live aspect of it but you know you have to be like on you have to be like in character while you're there you know for that duration and i just podcasting fits my lifestyle fits my interests very well so that's just what i stick to but i'm always interested in little things that might pop up that might help me out and i like interacting with them it's kind of neat being a small podcaster and just doing it strictly as a hobby because there's very little stress in it and you can just find little interesting things and try little things out. You know, Joe Rogan, the number one podcast in the world by a landslide has a very set audience, has a very set platform, has very set. I'm thinking of a specific word, but it's failing me right now. Um, he has like a very set procedure. Like, No episode of the Joe Rogan podcast is like crazy different. 
an an audio only podcast well he does video as well but like a podcast the the script doesn't super change right they're all they're all within a realm of similarity like all the podcasts that you might find i mean you have things like serial that are very curated um and then you have joe rogan where it's just like two guys off the cuff and you might be talking about one topic one day and the next topic the other day but it's not like it's not like Joe Rogan could all of a sudden be like, "Oh, I'm going to be doing a style similar to Serial," or Serial could be like, "Oh, we're going to do a style similar to Joe Rogan." Like they've already cemented themselves of like, "This is who we are. This is how our podcast runs." Me, I'm not cemented by anything. I could literally try anything and see what hits, and I like to try a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Talk about this topic. Talk about that topic. You know, I'm I'm definitely more of an off the cuff Joe Rogan type. You know, there's no real script. I don't think I'll ever become a type like the Serial podcast, but I I have the ability to like experiment. Joe Rogan doesn't need to experiment. He's already found, you know, his formula to success, and it's incredibly successful. Bill Burr, he's already found his formula to success, and it's incredibly successful. I don't know if I found my formula to success yet, but that's the fun of it is I can play around with that formula, see what sticks, see what doesn't. Like, for example, um, my episodes reviewing um, The Queen's Gambit. Of my recent episodes within the last couple of months, those ones have done by far the best. Hey, that's cool. You know, it was something I'm interested in talking about, and it did very well comparatively. Is, is that an avenue I go down where I review more things? I don't know. I still got to try out the formula of having, like, more guests and discussion and, you know, one-on-one stuff or multiple people rather than just myself like i can i can play around with it be loosey-goosey and it's great i don't have i don't have to like commit to anything eventually someday i do want to commit to things but i don't have to right now just like you know i have a job it's not like i have to commit to any other job i can just check out what's going on in the world anyway that's just what was on my mind this morning go ahead like favorite share follow rate the podcast um follow me on twitter uh stay stay classy keep on keeping on i'll catch you in the next episode peace out love you